a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined by my lovely friends, both Miss Julia and Alex Moran. We have a quickie-sode this week because it is Julia's birthday. Woo! Congratulations, Julia, Ooh. on your ninth, 27th birthday. I know. It's a rough pill to swallow when you say it like that. You got a lot of pills to swallow at that age, don't you? <laughs> yes, and I don't look a day over 27 on this ninth version of mine and i feel like i'm taking the right pills there you go so we're gonna do a quickie so this week and uh speaking of lying about your age you guys want to start with beverly hills (laughs) when you say things like that elizabeth that's dangerous (laughs) also crystal's 38 and that makes her a child and also an adult who knows what she's doing the show is ridiculous her best friend diana called her a child that was her bodyguard this is Julia's first yeah. time she's ever said, I'm not liking Beverly Hills, and Kyle's got to go. So I think I've slowly wormed my way into Julia's head. The reason I didn't like Beverly Hills is I'm loving we're in Mexico. Hola. I hate the cast trips. Putting that out there. Keep going. I'm upset that we didn't get our fave trope about them fighting about rooms. I that do wasn't like that. even given to us. Also, mm-hmm. we went on so many double date dinners with these ladies leading up to this trip we went out to 15 dinner lunch and charcuterie board eats and we all talked about the same thing the entire time exactly and so we heard them order so many times but we had a bravo ordering first this is the first (gasps) time i've seen this happen in a bravo order scene which is when sutton and garcelle are ordering they let the server order for them whoa did you notice that no groundbreaking stuff she picked for them that's crazy. revolutionary. Okay, can we please clear up this crystal business? I am going to say what I think we have all come to the conclusion, and you guys can agree, add on, disagree. Number one, Garcelle enters with the question, did you have the, are you one of those girls, and referring to I don't see color, did you have that line planned? Crystal says, no. Garcelle says, I feel like you did. Crystal says, no, I said it because of what she says. Then, of course, well, what did she say, says the group. And instead of saying what she said, Crystal says it was dark. For whatever reason, she didn't want to share. She felt like they wanted to agree with her. She felt like she just needed to amp it up instead of just saying it. And now we're here. And it doesn't seem like that big a deal. But if you take it in the context of what that weekend was in Tahoe, is that where they were? Sure. Sutton was and Crystal were not vibing at all that Chris, weekend. Sutton they was had, a weirdo. Sutton was crying while rolling her face. Crystal was getting walked in on. And so I see why the discussion about what races were in Sutton's hot tub would come off as really odd and inappropriate in that context. So I don't think Crystal's wrong. I think, you know, Sutton said something tone deaf. That's kind of what Sutton does. But I think that Crystal kind of hyped it up a little too much and she didn't have the the juice to deliver, you know? Mm-hmm. She absolutely knew that the women would not respond to her straight up saying the pool thing as like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that was bad. Which, I mean, yeah, because it's not. Even it's though it's a misguided thing that she said and it's like, it is problematic. It's ultimately coming from a good place. So to label that as dark, that's what's... She really fucked herself with that word. I know. She did. And I get Crystal thought the weekend was dark, but uh, she shouldn't have brought it up. It was too long ago. You know what's something funny? If Crystal just straight up said it and said that really upset me, we could have focused on that the entire season. Mm -hmm. Crystal, misstep. What do you think, Alex? 
I might be getting this wrong, but didn't she like imply that that wasn't even what Sutton said? That the pool thing isn't right. The thing? So Elizabeth is raising her hand. I am <laughs> in this strictly auditory medium. So on Watch What Happens Live, Crystal's on there. Andy says, "So was it the pool story? Was it dark?" Crystal says, "Yes." Andy says, "Well, we put a poll, and then they, of course it has the little it's fine, not that big of a deal." And it was mm-hmm. something like 96% of people said it was fine. And then Crystal says, well, there was actually more. She did it again. She did it again. Oops. So she didn't learn. Yeah, she learned nothing. She's doing the yeah. same thing. It's going to go the same way. She's going to have to make something up. And you know what? You know what? That would be very smart. Because if she made something up, Sutton might just assume that she did accidentally say that thing. I think Crystal should make something up. She would get full benefit of the doubt. She could totally mm-hmm. gaslight Sutton. And then what? Sutton's going to say, I didn't say that. And then Crystal could say, you're calling me a liar. Oh, perfect. Isn't this whole conversation on camera, though? Can't we, like, yes, it's all on camera. play mm-hmm. the tape? I want to see the whole thing. All Crystal has to say is, actually, this was when the cameras weren't rolling. Crystal has, she's dealing the cards right now. Yeah, but she's fucking it up. That was a horrible card analogy I just made. <laughs> just one final thing. It was hard to watch the Death of Lois episode. I yeah, feel really bad sad. for Renna. Um, but speaking of Renna, Patrick Summers, the supposed PR person hired by Kathy Hilton, is now claiming that he and Renna are friends and they concocted this whole thing to create a storyline for Rena this season. I would like to pat myself on the back. I thought this the entire time when I saw his thing, like, I was hired by Kathy Hilton. I thought, no, no, no. This is not Kathy. This has Rena all over it. So congratulations to me. There, there's my award that we're not doing this week. And if Rena is going to go <laughs> to mm-hmm. such lengths to come up with the stupidest con of all Beverly Hills time, do you think Dorit saw her and upped her one? The internet has full-on decided that there's something up with the burglary and it's not real. <laughs> These women are working overtime on their off time to try to come up with some Because, juicy... like Julia, like you said, they know they're on a show. Uh-huh. This is a show about women being on a show. Know what else is a show about women being on a show? Dubai. All right. Mm-hmm. Alex, better or worse than the first episode? Worse. Even worse. Way worse Julia? somehow. Oh, Julia's in I'm love. in love, but oh, I could no. never marry any of these women because I wouldn't be allowed to in Dubai. My favorite one by far is Chanel. Anon. And I want to yeah. say, to add to the confusion, her Chiron says Anon, which is her last name. Nobody else has their last name as their Chiron. So us being confused yet again. Maybe they're two first names. And they're interchangeable. And, and they all call her Chanel. Oh, that's a good point, Julia. Two first names or like a first name, middle name situation. Yeah. Alex, why don't you like Dubai? Well, aside from Chanel, who I think has really studied up on Bravo, she clearly really like knows how these shows operate and thinks that she's doing a good job. She's clearly working for Julia, I think. And also oh. the internet. Everyone actually kind of loves her. She is like a hit. But for me, it feels mm-hmm, yeah. it does feel so forced. Like I can't look past it. The only thing that I really like that is authentically housewife to me about her is she is in a very Dorit-like fashion, mining the trauma of her father to get away with anything. Mm -hmm. My favorite part of the episode is when she's having the dinner with Nina. And she, right out the gate, goes, 
what happened during dinner? I don't know what happened that night. But when clearly, she is the only person that started all 10 fights that happened during that dinner were started by her. And then when Nina like calls her on it, it's like she doesn't resorts to her dad trauma. That's, a, that's one of the top things in the housewife playbook to do. Can I tell you my favorite thing about the Nina dinner is Nina is bashing Chanel in her testimonial saying, I don't need to wear my money like Chanel does because Chanel does look like she has stepped off the runway. Also, her every name is Chanel. We see her. Well, Nina, <laughs> ironically, is draped in Chanel jewelry, clearly wearing How about that? her money on her. Also, she's wearing Chanel. <laughs> the, the levels of irony and subtext in these shows is amazing. My favorite part of this episode was a different Chanel dinner. It was Sarah and Chanel. Sarah says that she believes that Chanel is having all these issues because of her stuff with her father. And she's projecting. Because she's a certified life coach. She's a certified life coach, yes. No therapist. Oh, thank you, Julia. (laughs) And Julia's like, wow. And then right after, Chanel says that. So we go from Sarah's Chiron saying that to the dinner. Chanel's saying that. She's so good. And then I had to remind Julia, the, the little... You know, talking heads are filmed way after. She just repeated what Chanel said. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that kind of stuff, absolutely. It's okay. You got wrapped up in the magic of these shows. <laughs> I thought she said something profound when she said, when you're triggered, you bleed on people who didn't cut you. And I was like, Sarah, that was a nice turn of I've phrase. never heard anything better. Yeah. That is good. Dang. <sighs> okay. But I think Chanel's using trauma to avoid drama. That's my turn of phrase. Ooh, Ooh that's that was better. Are you a life coach uh, slash hypnotherapist, Alex? <laughs> Wait, can I, Elizabeth, to answer your question that you asked a, a while ago? I don't remember the question. Yeah, you asked what I don't like about this show. Uh, oh, okay. That was how we only talked about Chanel. Uh, okay. A point made. You know what? And I don't really even like her, but she's the only thing I can remember. That is my point exactly. So we'll see. We're giving it All right. another episode. And we're probably going to watch the whole season, right, Julia? <laughs> Sergio cries when he's $6 million necklaces. <laughs> okay. You better keep watching. I was telling Julia that I think I would like it more if we embrace the stuff that makes it Dubai instead of pretending it's Beverly Hills. Like but the every... interesting pork thing. More of that. But we got it. Yeah, and I think every good. week we'll get another interesting thing. But I don't want thing. one thing. I want like three things. In Like in um, Salt Lake City, we got tons of stuff about Mormonism and how you can't buy alcohol. And like, I love those stuff. I want to see the differences, not you t- pretending to be the same. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. All right, Atlanta. Sonia is trying to jump ship and is trying to ditch Drew, which was her um, kind of like her bridge into the show. And I feel bad for Drew, but I'm totally on Sonia's side. Smart play. That's that athlete brain. She knows what to do. She's on the wrong team. <laughs> Drew, I have to root for her just because if I don't, will anyone else? I do love her. She is the perfect housewife. Yes. The delusion is there. She has a fun subplot with her shitty husband. She does have like the bullet points for an excellent housewife. She has a fake business. I googled the the drop it with Drew. Uh, it's my fitness pal, and it's just the sketchiest looking website. That's not fake, though. That's a real business. Except if you look at the before and after, and I'm not trying to be shady. No, all of them. Good. It's the same. They're as good as the before and after we got from Drew. Yeah, they're the same picture, like with the same stuff on the couch in the background. And her trying to justify having liposuction as part of her health course instead of actually doing her own health course <laughs> was just beautiful. I love Drew. 
she um, caused LeBron James to post a um, I love my wife post this past week due to some illusion she made about being with LeBron in this episode. Oh like, my She's just a God. LeBron had to go on course control. <laughs> well, he also, they bleeped his name out, so he had a lawyer in there yeah. helping mm. him. Also, he must watch Atlanta. No, Cute. I think the internet just like tagged him over and over again. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Julia, he watched, you think LeBron James is like, better get on this. No, I think his wife was like, what? <laughs> Just Lipo and LeBron. That's all yeah. uh, That's all Drew knows. <laughs> Talking of the mans, why isn't Sheree's man meeting up with her? Because he only has 100 miles and he's playing the field within that 100 mile radius. And she's not giving it up to him. He is out of the pen and doing whatever he wants. Freedom within 100 miles. Why wouldn't you just meet up for an hour, get on TV where you could probably meet more people. It's clearly worked for Michael Dobby. And then go about cheating some more. Not that you should, but I mean, hmm? Hmm? I don't know, Alex. Any insight? Alex, speak for your gender. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think this guy's a... There's a certain type of guy, I think, who's, like, afraid to meet up with, like, their girl's, like, group of friends. And I thought that's all this guy was at first. But then him not showing up Mm -hmm. to, like, the actual, like, coffee thing threw me for a loop. I suppose maybe he's out running game but like i don't I, I know this guy has like a history in the show and i don't know it so i don't know what kind of guy this is so i don't want to speak too libelously i'll save that for uh the drew storyline i wonder <laughs> if he really d- just wants to see sheree maybe he didn't want to be there on camera with a team of producers but then why wouldn't you say that why would you say my lawyer says i can't his lawyer didn't the lawyer the contact the producer it's just so crazy the timing of it it's very suspect i did love that she called Kenya. Yeah, Kenya yeah. was such a good friend. And Marlo was such a good friend to Kenya at the top of the episode. I really like the dynamic between all the women this episode. I did just feel bad for Drew, though. Um, one thing that I'm going to have to speak ill of my favorite girl, Candy. Oh, The no. sex underwear thing was weird. Well, especially because they were going to see such a powerful show. And it had... Seven women with vibrators has nothing to do with the experiences of seven black men. Except that seven black men held the remotes to those seven Also, vibrators. these are like $30 underwear. Of course, yeah. one remote controls all of them. Duh. This isn't like <laughs> Apple. And I wanted to like read a little synopsis on play that they went and saw. Yeah, it's like a combination of little vignettes and some of its spoken poetry. Mm-hmm. It's like a very powerful, super emotional piece. That would be so inappropriate to basically be like whacking it in the theater. <laughs> Candy's done weird sex with stuff before, but I don't know. That's just kind of, and I'm not a prude. Like I'm all for like, ha ha ha. And if they were going to go for a wine tasting and do that, I'd be like weird, but go for it. But it was because it was like a powerful play about emotions and racism like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's especially weird because it's her play also does not sound comfortable no i'm not gonna sit on an egg no in a theater for three hours i mean they all loved the play do you think that had any effect on it though they're all gushing about the play oh alex poor choice of words <laughs> <laughs> or intentional um i have a new segment Wait, I have a, a new segment, and I'm sorry you two aren't prepared for this, or maybe you'll have something for it. But to fill in the void 
of no hot mic marges, which we loved. Okay. I propose hot mic Marlo. Because <laughs> she is so funny. I love her so much. After Sheree and Drew have their big fight at the dinner, mm-hmm. they kind of like wrap it up with like a little high five and a laugh. Like, whoa, whatever. We're all good. And you hear off camera Marlo very quickly go, I don't know if you're all real fake. And that's like, <laughs> <laughs> A great way to end the scene. <laughs> this isn't a hot Mike Marlowe, but to introduce that Drew's website is a scam, Marlowe says, now Kenya was trying to join your website and Kenya wasn't even there. Oh my gosh. It's like, I can't, why did it take so long for Marlowe to get her peach? Because she has earned every second she's been on this TV. Mm. The dynamic between Kenya, Candy, Marlowe, and Sheree. Like, you can't find four bigger powerhouses. And how they treat each other with, like, respect and shade. They are true professionals. And they are the best friends. And they recover quickly. And they're friends slash co-workers. Mm-hmm. This is what we want. Yeah. We do not have this in Beverly Hills. We do not have this in Dubai. Thank you, Atlanta. We love you. You know what? Maybe when we are done with Atlanta and we have, I think we get Southern Charm soon. Maybe it will kind of make those two go up a little bit more. I don't know. We'll have to see. Because we're Beverly being Hills, spoiled. We're, we're being, being spoiled, spoiled by Atlanta. So the juxtaposition mm-hmm. is almost like having a vibrator in your hoo-ha and a really powerful moving <laughs> Yes. <show. laughs> Julia, exactly like that. Well, our uh, not-so-quickie-sode. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.